the historic bells of Albany City Hall. Welcome to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. And welcome to a new episode of Albany Street. I'm Brian Cady, and glad that you could tune in on this fine Sunday morning, or if you're checking this out, that's my cell phone goes off without it being turned on, uh, silence, uh, or if you're checking this out after the fact, checking us out on uh, Spotify, Google Play, uh, or you can just check us out on the B95.com website slash Albany-Street. You'll find a full playlist of all past episodes since I became the new host in October. And this is a different episode because, you know, the holiday season, people are busy. So instead of having a a guest come in and sit down with me or even come on over the phone and talk it up, I figured I'd chop it up and allow you to get to know me because I feel like I just kind of jumped in and y'all were just like, where the heck is Joe? Who's this guy? Who's this guy right here? Who's this guy? Yeah. So um, I actually got a good friend of mine, good old Mike Ryan from GMS 96.3, one of the sister stations here in our building in the Albany market and going to have him jump in and basically this is the way this is going to work. I'm going to interrogate you. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to learn everything about you. Yes, we are we're going to attach a lie detector. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we um, should have though. That would have been good. That, that would have been pretty funny. Uh if we did a, a lie detector right. test right here on the show. But no, uh so basically what I did was I told Mike to prep a series of questions could be about anything about me. It could be about my PA announcing stuff, could be about my radio career, could be about my personal life. Basically an AMA. For those of you not familiar yeah. with that, it's an ask me anything. Yep. Um, I, exactly. I don't know any of these questions in advance. I let Mike keep me in the dark about this because I trust him. I've known Mike for a while now. Trust so, me? Yeah. Good, I mean, good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, Mike, uh, yeah. Uh, welcome to the show, first off. Yes, How are thank you? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing good, man. I'm blessed. Um, you know, Christmas. Merry Christmas, by the way. This is on yes, Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas. That yes. is correct. Uh, Merry Christmas. I'm 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 here, which is a good thing. So uh and I'm very honored and very humble that you would have me on to uh kind of facilitate the Q and A with you, man. So let's get it right underway. Talk Absolutely. to me a little bit about how this became a thing. How did you become the new host of Albany Street? Man, uh so it's a more loaded question right. than one would ever think. So uh, the, the or, it goes back to my original radio career basically started with uh, fall of 2005 up through the middle of 2016, like around uh, Memorial Day weekend. So basically 11 years I devoted to try and make a go of it in radio. And, you know, it was a good run. But when I when I left in 2016, I felt pretty confident based on the job I was going into that I was done with radio, that I was ready to make a career out of something else, that didn't work out, but I was still finding my way and finding jobs that I could do, and that wasn't a huge deal. Had a brief pit stop back here in this building uh, in mid-2018 to help run New York Mets baseball broadcasts on Magic 590 Yep. Um, with thoughts that potentially that was going to lead to something more after the season ended. Things didn't work out. Uh, so basically, I'd given a, a very small second chance mm-hmm. about coming back, and that didn't work out. So I was like, okay, I, then I was right. It's not meant to be. It's all good. Like, it was no no skin off my back. Then I just happened to reach out to our uh, our friend Terry O'Donnell, who is uh, one of the main managers in the building yep. for the uh, stations here in the Albany market. Reach out to him in about September just because I saw he got the job, and I was like, cool. I'll just reach out and say congrats and just check it out. Winging him. it, right? Like, you're just thinking that yeah. this time, you know what? Let me just try. 
I wasn't even trying to get a job, actually. No. You just I wanted to just reach, the conversation? I literally just reached out to Terry because we've been friends for a while and just say congratulations and, yeah. you know, hope all goes well. And just I was basically just checking in on him. Well, there was a little bit of you, though, that was like, I really hope something I mean, could happen. Th- there's always an angle. Of course, but like, of course. Uh, it wasn't, but this was a genuine, hey, congratulations. Yeah. Okay. There, there was no, I wasn't trying to work an angle as the right. main prerogative, but he just... You know, I just said, uh, basically, I ended the conversation with, hey, if you ever need anything, feel free to let me know, right. just because that's how far back we go. Now, let me just pause you for a second. At this time, when you're messaging Terry, were you in another career, or were you kind of just, like, trying to figure it out? Well, the main thing I had been doing for the prior year and a half was podcasting. I okay. had two different podcasts going. One was a pro wrestling-based podcast, and the other is a uh, major league baseball-centered podcast. Okay. But I hadn't done... Anything else really aside from my usual sports PA announcing, which I do gotcha. during basketball and baseball And we'll get seasons. into that, too. But, yeah. Okay, so continue. So you, you reached out to Terry. You say congratulations. Yeah, and we just had a little bit of a conversation, and I just left it with, hey, if you need anything, just you know, let me know because you know, if there's any building in the area that I was more than willing to come back to and give things a second chance, it would be this it's building. Here. Yep. Um, and rightfully and- so. Yeah, and then next thing I know, he reaches out to me and says, hey, I think I'm going to have an opportunity for you. Joe just retired, which I knew about. He retired back in, like, June, May, something like that. Right. Joe, if you're listening, Merry Christmas, Joe Connor. Yes, Merry Christmas, Joe. We love you. And I said, I mean, those are awfully big shoes to fill, but I'd be more than willing to talk about it. And next thing you know, I'm sitting down with Terry and having a meeting. And, and then here we are. The rest is history. And here we are. All right, cool, man. So- Let's take it back for a second. So before you got in the building and before you became the host of Albany Street, I guess the question right now, it was pretty big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. Joe Condon, legend, and, and, and we show our respects and and, uh, and we hope everything is well. But the thing is, that's pretty big shoes to fill, man. And, and f- f- I, I imagine, I'd imagine you're, you feel, I mean, guess how do you feel about taking over Albany Street's? I could put a lot of words out there, but I want I want to hear from you. No, I I I get what you're saying. You know, it's funny when when the idea was originally brought to me by Terry, I uh, was flattered would be the first word. Right, flattered was definitely the first thing I had. And then after the fact, once I really allowed myself to soak in what I was being. Asked to do. Asked to do potentially because because right. it was a process. Like I wasn't the only person being considered for taking on the show there was i think two other people being considered from what i remember right so it, it was like he was just reaching out saying hey do you want this yeah nothing it's is yours. handed out and you've rightfully earned what you have now right but it wasn't a handout though correct so what i actually did i went out of my way in the course of the process that i went through to earn this uh position yeah i reached out to joe myself yeah and i said hey i i just want to give you a heads up that i've been interviewed for taking on the your show right. and you know rejoining Albany Broadcasting. I essentially just talked to him for a few minutes about how he usually formatted the show, this, that, and the other thing, like where he got his intro and outro stuff from. Yeah. Um, he had it all on a CD still. Well, so well it's, it's funny because I, I had to take over news views and interviews uh, right. with Aaron Mayer. Right, show he did and, with Aaron. And, and he was with Aaron Mayer. So yeah. I, we, we relate in the sense that we had to, you know what I mean? Right. Some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah, so I... Uh, so I talked to him for, for a little bit, and uh, we did a little catching up, and because I knew Joe from when I was first here, 
and we, you know, we, we exchanged pleasantries and talked about it a little bit. And he told me about the CD that had the beds and the general structuring of timing and where it got put in the next gen, this, that, and the other thing. Yep. It, it basically, it was my way of, you know, figuring out the structure of the show, but also wanted to get his blessing because sure. I, I felt like I owed him that because right. of everything he had done for the radio industry, especially and in this building. Year. And just in general for New York State. Right. He's in well, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like I, I, I felt it was it was the right thing to do to reach out to him about the show and then just, you know, right. see how cool he was with it. And if honestly, I was prepared to potentially and I hadn't thought of any options at this point. If he was hesitant about it, I was willing to consider even changing the name of the show if necessary. Right. Just out of respect. Just out of for respect. Joe. And you wanted to make sure he was cool with it. Exactly. Before. Yeah. So so Joe was cool with it and God go. love him, and, uh, you know, again, Joe, if you're listening, you know, thank you very much, and uh, hope all is well with you and the fam. Absolutely. Well, Brian Katie, it's Albany, what uh, name of this show again? Albany Streets. Albany Streets. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get it. I'll He'll get, get it. it. I'll get it. Albany Streets. I, hey, I'm news news interviews, man. This is this is a different realm for me. Nah, you're um, good. Before we get to commercial break, because we about to have like a minute and so. What's something that you like doing on your free time? And I mean, we'll dive into the next part and your life and all that, but what's something you enjoy doing on your free time? Well, aside from being around my lovely wife of uh, four and a half years, yep. honestly, it's, oh, I'd say it's three, it's three things. Number one, I thoroughly love and enjoy because I don't, we don't have any kids of our own yet. I yep. thoroughly enjoy us being the, the aunt and uncle everybody loves. The cool aunt and uncle. Uh, I th- oh, I, you love that. I, I can't, we have, we have a niece and a nephew that live literally across the street from us. We have another niece and nephew that live directly up the hill from us two minutes away. Yeah. You know, my, my sister uh, has a niece, a niece that's about to turn, she has, a, excuse me, she has a daughter that's about to turn two in, uh, in about a month or so, so. Yep. You know, we, uh, we we spend a lot of time talking, you know, and we have other nieces and nephews around the area, plus some of our families down in Virginia. So that's number one. Number two, I just, I love sports and, and, and sports gambling and horse racing. Mm. Um, not <laughs> we necessarily should, all, We should be best friends. Not, yeah, like, <laughs> not necessarily like, and when I say gambling, I don't mean like, you know, I'm not like, Going and blowing you're not going broke, but you just like you just enjoy it. It gives yeah. a better the the gambling aspect is like a, a better right. feel to the sport. Like, when and you're I'll watching be honest, it. and I'll be honest, I haven't I haven't put any money on a horse race specifically in about a year, but I just still enjoy looking at like the expert picks and just figuring out sure. what I would pick, and then right. still watching the races. Um, seeing if you got it, just still. you know, yeah, just to see <laughs> if I've got it still. And honestly, it's just yep. a way for me to pass time and enjoy stuff. All right, and number the, three, and the sports gambling. It's just like a dollar here, two dollars here. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Um, the third thing, it would be poker. That poker. Would, I would say, th- if there's a you know, if, if there's a, a vice, I would say. Yeah. Again, nothing, not going crazy. You're responsibly not, gambling, of right? Course. We're all, or everyone here but, is responsible. And it's not gambling. just playing poker. Like there's a lot of YouTube live streams that run Monday through Friday every just night. Watch it. Um, I just love watching. Like, there's this one uh, hustler out in L.A., the lodge down in Austin, Texas. They both run terrific streams, and yeah, those are the, yeah, those are the, those are. The, I would say those are the three main things. Yeah. All right. So now that I've uh, we've done that, uh, we'll take a quick time out. We get back part two of this uh, Ask Me Anything episode with my boy Mike Ryan from Jams ninety six point three. This is Albany Street.
The historic bells of Albany City Hall return us to Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. And welcome back to Albany Street. Here is Merry Christmas. It is Christmas yeah, morning. Christmas. Uh, I'm Brian Katie, joined by Mike Ryan, my friend from Jams 96.3 here in the building in Albany. And we're just continuing on with this special Christmas episode, an AMA as it's called, Ask Me Anything. Just letting you get to know me because, you know, I've been host for about two and a half months now, taking over for the one and only Mr. Joe Condon. So I the felt legendary. like it was only right. Yes, legendary and indeed. I uh, felt like it was right to, you know, I'd like to get an opportunity to kind of get to know me a little bit more. So, uh, Mike, whenever you're ready, go ahead and fire away with uh, whatever you got next for me. You picked the best person to do this, by the way, because I can ask you a million questions. We don't have enough time for a million, so I'll do a, I'll do like a less than a million. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so when you're in the capital region and when you're in um, your respected area, I won't give away where you are, but what local restaurants do you like going to? Or like what local like spots do you feel like at home at? So I was born and raised in Albany. I lived in Albany for the first... 30 years of my life and like the the two the two main spots i grew up on as a kid and unfortunately they uh they've since closed or are about to close uh one was called sam's italian restaurant which was right there um on northern boulevard right right off of the end of 787 and then another one was a little italian market in delhi called andy's right on right on delaware avenue oh yeah i I, I was sad. sad Um, Genuinely, I, I had a little bit of like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I love their stuff. But yep. there's another uh, market right down the street from him called Cardona's that's since spread. It's now got a store not too far from us in Latham here okay. on Cobby Road. Right, yep. They took over... Um, Oh, what was the name of the... I can't remember the was name. Was it over by uh, Market Bistro and Price Shopper? Yes. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name off top, but yeah, I know I can't remember what you're the name off top of my head of what it used to be, but yep. they bought the mound, they took over. And they also opened a spot up in Clifton Park now, too, so they've really grown. And they're they, local, though? They're completely local. Yeah. Um. So they're doing great business, obviously. Okay. Um. Amsterdam? Oof. Um, I've never been out there. I mean, I've been there a couple times, but I've never truly... It's really grown in its own way over the last decade or so. I'd say for like just a pure deli joint, as far as like getting legit, huge, great sandwiches for a great price, there's this place called Town and Country Deli. Okay. Fantastic. They even do homemade potato chips. Like, really? Fantastic spot. Okay. For legitimate sit down spot. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nicolino's is where I had my wedding, my my uh my small little wedding with uh, my wife. So I'm a little impar- I'm a little partial of that. Um, but also, oh, the Rain Dancer. Yes, the rain, rain dancer. dancer. Okay, it's like uh, like an American steakhouse kind of vibe okay. place. So, Excellent. yeah, those, so those are the spots cool. I put up there. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. And basically, what I'm trying to do is for the listener who's listening, kind of just get a sense of of who you are on every single cylinder, right? So not just radio, not just sports, but kind of just diving into it. So, in growing up in the Albany area, who were some people that you would listen to, or who who were some like uh, inspirations for you growing up as a kid listening to Albany radio? So, growing up, my mother was a very avid listener of the Fly Mor- 92 Morning Show. Yep. Um, going all the way back to... Woody and Jim, or even before? Even before that, like Todd Pettengill. Um, like, she went way back. But the, the, the shows I remember the most were when Brian Cody took over. And obviously, Brian has had a, a number of partners and... That was the first person I got to actually meet and have conversations with about the business. Yep. So Great I, dude. I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd say he's definitely the first the first inspiration I had. And that, that was really the only one I had before I got into it. Okay. Once I got into it, 
the main mentor I had when I was at Siena College for three and a half years was Darren Kibbe, who used to work here uh, in Albany Broadcasting before taking over as the GM of the station at Siena. Darren, uh, just amazing mentor. Anything and everything you ever wanted to know, he was always ready to to teach and help. Those definitely be the, the two main ones. Brian was the inspiration, but as far as teaching and right. mentoring, <clears throat> Darren was the one for me there for those three and a half years to really get the ball rolling for me and really want this to be something. Now, what would you what would you say, or what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is listening to you right now, and, and they're looking at you as an inspiration, or they're looking at you as a role model in radio? Because you know, believe it or not, the the push for people to be on the radio is not as as dominant as it used to be. But what advice would you give someone that wants to get into this business and that wants to be a Brian Katie, who's the host of Albany Streets? You mentioned how uh, people are kind of steer are steering in different directions. That's because of all the podcasting and social media and stuff. Like you can easily do stuff on Twitter, on YouTube, Twitch. Like a lot, a lot of live streaming online is what people have kind of steered themselves to over the past, you know, five to ten years. And I feel like you can have it both ways. You can, you can, you you can actually. This is one of those rare occasions where you can have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Like it's it's very it's very it's a very cool dynamic in that regard. Like you can host a regular Monday through Friday show on terrestrial radio, as we'll call it, but you can also do a pod a pod like a weekly podcast or a nightly podcast if you want, or or you know nightly streams of you playing COD on Twitch. Like you can have both worlds. Right. Um, which is the remarkable part. So I, I feel like. The important thing is it's twofold. Number one, if you really know for sure when you're coming out of high school, this is what you want, make sure you do all the homework about going to a school that has a proper curriculum for you to become what you want to become, whether it be in TV or radio. That's the first thing. That was my mistake originally because <laughs> I went to Siena to be in poli sci and they hadn't they hadn't properly formulated their communications department. I was still being built when I went there. Mm. So I was never able to get a communications degree properly. Right. So that'd be the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is once you start pursuing it, whether it be at internships in college or your college radio station or whatever it may be, within reason, obviously, say yes to everything because there's no experience that could possibly be a bad experience as far as learning the positives and negatives about the business mm -hmm. and the positive thing is about what to do and what not to do. So say yes to everything within Be reason. Being a, being a yes man definitely gets you further, I think, because like we're here on Christmas, yeah. you know, and m most of the time people in maybe a different market wouldn't want to be here on a Christmas. But at the end of the day, you have to grind. And I know th this is not my question, but I just, <clears throat> yeah, I think saying yes to everything is definitely an essential thing. Yeah, I'll, um, give you, I'll give you an example. Like when I went to New School of Radio and Television, there were, I think, six of us that happened to be assigned different internships throughout this specific building. I was the only one that was willing to commit to being in downtown Albany for the St. Patrick's Day parade, yeah. start to finish for fly. Right. Which meant getting down there for like 7, 8 a.m. and not leaving until like 3 p.m. Right. Between set up, tear down. I think they had a leprechaun mascot for whatever reason. Yeah. And I I wound up giving her a ride back here because right. I was the only other person left there. Right. So, right. you know, it's 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 about having those experiences and, and being able to learn from the good and the bad. I remember doing a, a, a Christmas Eve shift from 7 p.m. to midnight and then on fly and then waking up for Christmas morning at 6 a.m. to do a 6 a.m. to noon shift on Christmas. Like the dedication, you have to just be there. Yeah. You have to want to be there. 
Brian Katie, man, this is a is an AMA. Thank you for having me facilitate this. I appreciate it. I guess my question, I guess probably we're we're running out of time here, so I want to ask this deep question. What is your end goal? What do you want to accomplish with Albany Street? Because there's many angles you can take and there's many things that you can accomplish with this, but where where do you see yourself with with Albany Street? I feel like Albany Street it has a tremendous reputation within this building and within this market. My goal is to maintain that reputation that Joe had done such a terrific job of building and then use that to jumpstart and springboard something special in this building because I feel like this building, there's a lot of opportunity for growth in this building, let me put it that way. And one of them specifically would be connecting online more podcasting specifically i feel like you know turning this show into a podcast format i mean it's 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 literally the show just published as a podcast um so it's not i wouldn't even say it's a podcast format it's literally just right. copy and pasting the audio of the show and right. and putting it out there you know in <clears throat> podcasts you know uh for people to listen as a podcast if they want to but i feel like there's a lot of potential for growth in this building i already know a couple of people that would love to do podcasts in this building and you included, let's you know, go. so, you know, it. that's, that's at least three people, uh, four, including myself that would love to do podcasts. And yep. so it's just a matter of getting the word out there within the building about wanting to build up that brand and then just seeing, you know, who has the right commitment to it and who's willing to put in the hard work. Um, Cause like, you know, as much as I would love to take on everything, I, and I'm more than willing to, I've already had that conversation with a couple members of management here. I know for one thing, a huge weak spot for me is, um, graphics yeah i am you if you could put photoshop you could open photoshop in front of me right now i wouldn't have the damnedest clue about what to oh, do that's my favorite thing right so like yeah. like i know you uh p kelly from our sister station 100.9 the cat you're yep. you're both great with graphics like oh, yeah. you'd be the two guys i would lean to and be like hey you know this idea that so-and-so has for a graphic is you know you want to throw something together and let me and let me know what you got because i it's about touching on people's creativity within the building and if we can do that more You'll get more inspired work, and I feel like you'll get even better work out of people. So that's 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 the end goal for me is to essentially create a podcasting network within the company and have that become something bigger and better, mm. um, and obviously connect with sales and all that. So sure. that's that's the long term goal right now. Okay. And last question: What do you have in store for twenty twenty three for Albany Street? Well, I can tell you right now that the. The New Year's Day show uh, I already have planned out, but that's not the one I want to preview. Okay. Um, the January eighth show, I can tell you already the guests that I have lined up. Actually, I'm going to keep it a secret. You keep it a secret. I keep it a secret because I've been trying to get this guest on for a couple of months now, and okay. we've been going back and forth with certain things happening with them or me and I, me getting sick or them having conflicts. Yeah. But I have a very special guest set up for the January eighth show, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blow up that spot yet. Okay. But you have big things on the way. But I got big things on the way. We're gonna be getting and this thing. The thing is, this isn't just about politicians. Like I want to get people that make a difference within the community, whether it be the Lenny Recuities from Albany Police Athletic League, the people who put together food drives, right. people who put together special events throughout the Capital District, you know, and, and even beyond. Like get into Saratoga County, get into Fulton Montgomery counties. You know, this is. I feel like we can we can really spread our wings and do something very special here. So, that being said, 
yeah, that that was that was terrific. So, uh, Mike, I appreciate you coming on and, and bringing yeah. such terrific questions to the table. So, thank you for helping out today. Thank you for having me, man. It's a blessing. Absolutely. Uh, Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Yes, likewise. Merry Christmas to everyone else that's listening. And yep. uh, I thank you for tuning in. Once again, if you want to catch up on any other episodes, b95.com slash albany-street. That's the URL to check. For now, enjoy your Christmas, and we'll catch you next week for New Year's right here on Albany Street. The historic bells of Albany City Hall close out another edition of Albany Street, a public affairs presentation of Albany Broadcasting. This program, pre-recorded. <laughs>